Also, I'm warning you right now. I'm, I'm, I want to go all the way to comments parts. Hold on. People sleep on common. The toddler was already doing a podcast back then. It's like I'm fighting for freedom. Writing for freedom. These record company niggas I don't like when I see them. My ancestors, when I'm writing, I see them and talk with them. Hoping in the promised land I can walk with them. Shit it on. So many rappers, it's like I'm in the star with them. But less concept. Start rhythm, pay dues, brought wisdom. Saif, did you have anything to do with that song? <laughs> it's so funny you say that. I mean, it was on Sound Bombing, right? Yeah. Two or three. It's on my album, right? Wait, you were three, right? Yeah. Is that two? I think it might be two. I never liked that song until just right now. What? I never liked it. I swear to God. But you playing, I'm like, what's this? And I was like, oh, I know this. <laughs> and yes, it's on two. It's on two. That's what I thought. Yo, I never liked it until right now. That is very strange. That song always rang to me. But you were you were close to it, so... You didn't even get it in the same way. Play it again. You want to hear it again? Play it again. Play that shit again. I'm in Chicago right now. Talib started his podcast all the way back on this song. He's talking for 30 minutes at the beginning. That's, that's, you said slow down. I said the sun don't chill. What are you talking about, brother? Come and talk to him. If he lets you talk. It's like I'm fighting for freedom. Writing for freedom. It's record company niggas I don't like when I see them. My ancestors, when I'm writing, I see them and talk with them. Hoping in the promised land I can walk with them. Shit it on. So many rappers, it's like I'm in the star with them. But let's come. Man. Oh, I got to get this instrumental. Sipe, do you remember this song? You picked this one? I picked that one. Who produced it? Mr. Eon? Mr. Eon? Or Mighty Mai, I mean? Mighty Mai, yeah. It's all daylight tonight. Everything on my side is looking all right. It's the hot pop. 
Another original B-boy, traditional raw bass material an individual, true brand imperial You're hearing on your stereo transcribe And then of course one of the This song Alright, you gotta slow down, I'm trying to I, yo, I, I only took It felt like this song like was an attempt I, to I really be big Alright, okay. Alright, okay. Okay. Alright, okay. I'm feeling you. Okay. Alright, okay. Alright, okay. Okay. Alright, okay. I'm feeling you. Yo, all my people in Brooklyn, and you know where hot I said we don't stop the body. Is this is this you too? No, I didn't like that song. I still don't. We've gone through a journey today. We've gone through a journey. Yeah, already. Um, welcome aboard. There's a lot to talk about. It didn't seem like people were too angry at us for taking off it seems like everyone enjoyed the funk flex so much that it didn't matter that funk flex shit is fire did you turn it on for a little bit yeah it's nice i hit sife up on the side and i said yo i just turned on the funk flex to hear what it sounded like and i listened for a little bit i was like you need to listen this shit's crazy he was so open it was the most vulnerable i've ever heard him sound publicly i'll tell you why or one of the reasons why Podcast wasn't a huge thing when we recorded that. So, like, people didn't know how to curb themselves on a podcast. It just felt like it was just like a loose conversation, but we recorded it and put it out. He didn't even know where we were putting it out. I don't even think he knew what we were doing. I think he just paid back a favor. Like, Saif asked me to go do this thing. Let me go do this. Didn't know what it was. And there was people there, so... He was performing for a crowd. He was talking to the crowd. But all did we know that it would live in infamy. Why infamy? I like how people in hip hop use infamy wrong. And now Sy Flex is uh, repaying me for with another favor and uh, choosing to have uh, an interview of some sort with DJ Academics on Hot 97. He had him on Hot 97? Yeah, he put up a flyer today that's like January 5th, Flex and Academics. January 5th? Yeah, he's promoting a month out. It's an interview or it's a, a interview or a, a, an event? I think it's one of his Thursday night things where like he does it under the guise of like bring up an exclusive. I mean, I don't know what he's hoping to get from Academics. Maybe bring that new 6 9 heat through. Not mean. But, uh... I reached out to Flex at some point when I when he first started shouting out academics. I just want to tell you, it doesn't work that way, but go ahead. I said, just so you know, this, this guy said some pretty untoward things about my uh, family and myself. <laughs> I can't even say it like registered with him. It like it existed as words. It would not register. I'm telling you it would not register. This is funny because this comes on the heels, of course, of the story that Saif just told about the Nikki interview where she literally took off Sife's entire penis and and <laughs> testicles and just fucking guillotined the shit out of them and sent him home like a bitch <laughs> and Flex continued on his merry way. So I can't say it's uh, shocking, but um, it is what it is. Maybe I'll show up there, though. You know what I'm saying? Like you did with Nicki Minaj. He should show up there. He has to be recording at a different day than the day he's promoting. I can't imagine that they would do it live. Speaking of uh, disrespecting your family, I actually texted your ex. Ex. One. You texted my ex one. 
I texted your ex-wife. Why? Well, maybe it was a DM. I think it was her birthday. I'm I'm proud of myself. I didn't think about her birthday until right now, but yes, it was uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, her birthday's around Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I texted her and said, happy birthday, because I saw her on the Instagram. And uh, what'd she say? I said, well, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this. Wow. But I just wanted to say happy birthday. And she goes, it's fine. Thank you. <laughs> she said, it's fine. That's a weird response. No, she's not, not, not that. She was like, yeah, you're allowed to text me. No, she doesn't get to decide if, if it's allowed. I decide if it's allowed. Well, what's wrong with you? It's about bro code. Oh, you decide. I'm the decider. She was always very nice to me. Yes, you guys got along nicely. I spent a lot of time with her in Italy. It's true. <laughs> that sounds that sounds crazy. Sound, hey, that academics, take that. I was there chop too. Chop that part up. <laughs> chop that part up. I oh, spent no. a lot of time academics, with your ex-wife in Italy. Academics go on there with flex. That's why Cypher Sounds was <laughs> fucking his girl in Italy. <laughs> Yo, we was in Florence, son. Um. Yeah, that was that was the uh, Juan ep. That was like the Juan ep episode of Sopranos where we went to Italy <laughs> and met and and, and met Furio. <laughs> we found Furio and brought him back. Furio is Billy June. Speaking of Furio, Furio. <laughs> Wait, don't go to the Furio yet. Oh, okay, sorry. Because we'll bring in our guest Rob Hayes. But I did want to say we're we're late to this because we weren't on the air, but uh. Big rest in peace to our guy Hovain, oh, who yeah. died. Who died over the holiday, uh, Thanksgiving Saturday. So many fucking rest in peace lately. I forgot about that. I forgot we didn't shout it out. Saturday, we did. We did Thanksgiving together, the family together at the summer residence. Oh, nice! It was fantastic. Made it feel yeah. like a really good decision. We had a great time. How big is this family compound you ha- now have? It's not big. It sounds rich, especially because I'm jokingly saying summer residence. But anytime you have a second home, it sounds rich. But A, it's Long Beach, New York, which is not a rich place. That needs to be understood. It's nice, though. It's a nice place. And B, I won't say I have the bummy. I certainly don't have the bummiest house on the block because there's like little like really small, dinky old ones. It's not that. But we're also not yet like looking like a beach house we didn't there's no balcony on it like there's a lot that needs to be done to this vehicle is it on the beach it's a block and a half from the beach so it's a little short walk and how big is it it's 1700 square feet so bigger than my apartment you know what i mean like people i guess i guess if you're outside new york you may not appreciate 1700 square feet but like if you have 1700 square feet in manhattan you have a huge apartment oh for sure 1,700 square feet in a beach house is not that big. But when it came to hosting family, having my parents, my brother, his kids, you couldn't do that here. That would be a nightmare here, whereas it was comfortable. It was cool. So anyways, so we're at the uh, residence, and um, I left Saturday morning to go to Boston for WWE. I'm on the bullshit um, Fakakta plane internet, and... I see an IG post. Someone sent me the post from Hovain's account. And I was like, oh. number one, here's what goes through my mind. Number one, just the best fucking dude. And I'm like, oh, not Hovain. I've I literally just been bothering him 
Two days earlier, I've been on Hovain's neck about getting Lloyd Banks for my next album. He managed Lloyd Banks? Yeah, he managed Banks. And so number one, I'm like, oh, man, I just talked to Hovain. This sucks. Uh, what a guy. And then I'm like, shit, my brother has been like, my brother's been Hovain's lawyer for the last couple of years. You guys run the media. You just can't resist, can you? You just can't <laughs> resist. I mean, I mean, listen, guys, they run CNN, yeah. NBC. They manage Hovain. <laughs> um, so my brother, my brother loves Hovain. And I'm like, fuck, I got to tell my brother this. And it's a weird feeling when you know of a death that you know that will particularly hurt someone you're very close to and almost like you want to tell them before they like stumble into it. So the second the plane lands, I call my brother. I was like, I told, I called, he didn't answer. His phone was dead. So I called Natalie, who was still with him. And I'm like, you put my brother on the phone. And he gets on the phone. On the plane? While I'm sitting on the plane the second we land. Oh, shit. I was just like, bro, I got to tell you some pretty shitty news. And it's so funny because, like, we're all now such, we're so used to shitty news. It's, like, crazy. But there's still that moment of, I have some shitty news. And my brother's like, oh, my God, no, what? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, like you who, know who, who. And I was like, fucking Hovain, bro. He was like, no, no. I was like, oh, it fucking hurt. They, they just, they just love to sit on the phone and chop it up. They were just homies. You know, um, everyone loved that dude. I don't even know Hovain that well. Well, he kind of came into our world in a big way as you were on your way out. I know Hovain from Troy Ave. I know this is going to sound disrespectful to Troy Ave. Um, I don't mean it that way, but I do think it is needs to be said. Troy Ave sort of came and went in this way where like people, for whatever reason, decided they didn't want Troy Ave. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, for whatever reason, people weren't interested. They weren't interested. But everyone was like, we fuck with that Hovain though. Like Troy Ave kind of ended up fading, but Hovain kept getting bigger and bigger in the industry. Like he did not fade when him and Troy Ave stopped fucking with each other or Troy Ave's momentum stopped. Um, Hovain went on to do way more shit, manage Smoke Dizza, manage Banks, manage Young Guru, um, worked with LaRussell. I did hear his name pop up in that LaRussell mix somehow. Was that like the most outpouring for a non-artist or like DJ that you can remember, like an industry person? Yeah, like not like K-Slay. How K-Slay got so much love. But yeah, he got a lot. I saw a lot of posts. And it's funny because when K-Slay died, everyone knows who K-Slay is somehow. Like, so if you follow someone and they posted about it, but if you're not in the industry, I don't think you would know who Hovain is. But everybody posted, like, it don't matter if you know who he is. This is our guy. You know what I mean? It was, it was kind of beautiful, but it's, you know, sad. I agree. It, like, it was nice to see him. I'll say this. His wife posted... And she was clearly appreciative of, like, the level of flowers he was getting. Like, it, it did hit home. You know what I mean? Like, it really did. So, shout out to his wife, who I didn't know. Fat Joe was my favorite. Why would Fat Joe say? Fat Joe said, uh, rest in peace. I, I think he said my my brother in drip or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Because he loved, like. My drip brother or something like that. And then sneakers. He, and he had so many pictures of both of them wearing, like, wild outfits. Yeah. <laughs> um. That's really and cool. and man, it's it, it, like I don't know the details on his passing, but it's just like such a reminder of like we need to take care of ourselves, bro. 
he's he was a young man he's like 37 years old um so love to hovain man really a quality quality person i texted banks man his reply to me just gutted me i won't read it verbatim but he said something on the lines of he's my first manager since 2006 because i don't trust anyone i trusted him he believed in me and if you guys don't know lloyd banks last album his last project while he was under management from Hovain was awesome. His his best work in a long time. So anyways, rest in peace, Hovain, man. Hey, Billy. Billy, here's the signal. Ready? Call Rob Hayes. Get him on the show. Saif, what do you think of that? That's <laughs> pretty good. Really good, actually. God, how excited does Billy get when we have a comedian that he's friends with on the show? Guys, guys, listen to me. We have to have this guy on. Trust me, everybody needs him. Yeah. Here's, here's his birthday. Here's his driver's license, his social security number, his favorite restaurant, his favorite colors. His, this is his, his IMDB, his Hulu account, <laughs> his IG page, <laughs> his link tree. <laughs> I don't even, I don't a, even want to jump in. Take a look at his me. link tree. He's so good. Uh, what else? What else? What other information do I have on Rob Hayes to give you? Dating status. Yo, Rob Hayes. Rob, hey, how are you? <laughs> What's going on? What did I just step into? We're making fun of Billy June of how hard he pressed for you to be on here. That's my dog. I mean, he knows how much of a fan I am. But uh, one that parent. No, 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 no. So do I. Billy was actually making it not fun to have you on because I don't, bro, listen, I fucks with you. I, t- I hit you all the time. You could come on here anytime. You don't even need to talk. You could just, we'll give you the link. You pop in whenever Billy forces it so much. I don't want to deal with him and you're the fucking dealing <laughs> with the funny. fucking after. Wait, wait. So you're saying Rob ends up getting, he ended up getting delayed out of collateral damage. Cause Billy was so excited to have him on. <laughs> Exactly, and I'm I'm thinking he's my end. I'm like, yeah, you're out. Like Billy's greasing you guys' palms, you know, trying to get me in. Like, tell him I, I know about the poppers popping, the breakers break, man. I know about fourth meal. Like, let him know. Like, oh. <laughs> this this is my oh. my podcast, man. Oh wow, that's that's crazy. I didn't know. Yeah, we first of all, we really appreciate that. He sent us like Ari notes. <laughs> He never sends us notes about anything. Uh, we need notes. Well, that that's we a need problem. notes on that's the a regular, problem, Billy. No, no, he, <laughs> yeah. his notes for the show after the show. He'll be like, "The guys talked about uh, hip hop." There you go. <laughs> it's it starts one minute in. It bro, ends at seventy five minutes. You got you got all this information. There's links. There's a, there's a, a Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, thank you for being here, Rob Hayes. Of course. Man, I'm a huge fan of yours. Um, your stand-up clips make me laugh out loud. Your oh, podcast man. clips are phenomenal. Yeah, well, I, I'd I love said, to have you on when, when you you know, I try to do it in person because uh you know, yeah, of course. Like, we only want to do it in person. This is we're almost done with this Zoom shit. We just got a new one up studio. Oh, fire. 
Yeah, so we'll have we'll have you come up to the real shit soon. Uh, it's 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 in Midtown. It's easy. Okay. I mean, I I I was listening to y'all like when you just had to imagine, like like what was going on in the room. You know. Yeah, like, of course. Like y'all was, like when it was actually real audio. When it was real audio, when I would go to a website and hit a play button, like I before I even knew about a iTunes podcast app like i didn't even know how to listen to a podcast i would go to the url and then just hit play on on your actual feed like like i'm i'm back then how did you how did you how did you become aware first iphone i got was the the 3g i'm working at the um i'm working at a law firm at the time as an intern so i can i can listen to whatever i want in my earbuds while i'm working and I listened to, uh, I got the Hot 97 app. So I'm listening to y'all in the morning. And then instead of the local commercials, they just play the same two songs. They play Dear Summer. And then they play this uh, <laughs> this reggae song uh, that was to like Independent, Miss Independent by Neo. Oh, oh, they played Rompin' Shop. Like every commercial, they just play those. <laughs> also, when Hot went to commercials... They played songs. No, they because played we didn't two have the songs. commercials on the they internet. They played songs. They played those two songs. They played every girl grab a guy and every guy grab a girl. I know exactly why they played those two songs because they're both about two minutes long. Mm. So they probably timed it with the length of the commercial breaks. See, I had all kind of conspiracy theories about trying to give streams <laughs> to like Memphis Bleak or what was going on over there. But yeah, no, that makes sense <laughs> two minutes. Um, so so I was I was kind of aware of y'all because I would listen to y'all in the morning and y'all y'all were funny. You know, I would I would listen to to it all day long, but I would I would listen to y'all, y'all were funny. And then I found out about the podcast, and then I started listening to the podcast, and like y'all are the first hip hop podcast. But y'all are kind of pioneers in the in the black comedy podcast space too. I don't think take that take that kind out your sentence. No, 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 no. But he that you didn't hear you hear the flip. What he said? He's oh oh the kind of pioneers. Well, you know he said he said no, the first hip hop podcast said kind of pioneers in the black comedy hip hop podcast as well. That's what I'm saying. Take that kind out. Oh, you know I I'm good with it with kinda Rob. I'm, I'll take the kinda. You got to be careful what you say nowadays. Kind of leaves for the lawyers, you know, interpretation. I don't want nobody to come and be like, actually, you know. But but I, I will say this: when when other there were other comedy podcasts, but when when comedy when comedians that were in the culture would talk to them, it was still them being in a another world it was still them being an outsider when they talked to y'all it was like you know there was some shorthand there they were they were getting into some subjects that they wouldn't get into anywhere else you know it's funny you say that because when we first started you know when you first start a podcast and you upload it to apple you got to pick your category and we used to really argue about do we put music or do we put comedy yeah. And it ended up, we call ourselves the first hip hop podcast ever, but comedy was like right with it. You know what I mean? It was like hand in hand. And like, that's why like Donald Glover and Hannibal Burris are hip hop fanatics, but comedians, like it all came together. The Patrice episodes, epic. 
you know. But even I mean, it's y'all have funny episodes with with the hip hop artists too, you know. Cause I used to listen, y'all. I would I would do colleges, and I, so I'd fly into like a big city and then drive to a college town. So I listen to y'all, and I almost had to pull over when y'all interviewed Onyx, and they was talking about being break dancers, and then <laughs> yeah, they started yeah. talking about how they got signed with with Jam Master J, and they pulled up on mm-hmm. them in traffic like that. I mean, that whole thing, <laughs> you know, like the, the way y'all pull stuff out of people because y'all disarm them with the which what's your first rap name? What's your first hip hop name? What's that noise? I don't hear noise. Oh, it's Billy searching for that clip so that he can make sure <laughs> Rob has it. <laughs> Billy's going through the old episodes go. right now. I gotta get this clip. Episode 316. Um, the Onyx episode, I was scared Sticky was gonna beat the shit out of me, too. He remember it he was, turned it up was on in me. the era where they was threatening people. It was, yeah, and, and, and he it, turned it, up it, on me, and I was like, Whoa, I, I, I no, I, I yeah, <laughs> um, it's funny when Billy was giving us the research on you, which I appreciate, mm-hmm. Billy. Um, included in it was um, all I knew was that you were a super funny guy. I didn't realize you did the Kanye pod. Yeah, yeah. So um, I- wait, that's gonna go into a long thing. Are you here to promote <laughs> something? Oh yeah, promote, promote first. Something? What do you have to promote first um, before we start talking yeah, Kanye? Yeah, if, if you got the fat remote, if you got cable, please watch Sherman Showcase on IFC. Um, also. You know, uh, if you got AMC Plus, it's on there as well. And um, I have a podcast myself called The Inconsistent Podcast with Rob Hayes. It's in the brand. It's inconsistent. Don't expect anything from me as far as. Oh, wow. You really are a child of of Wanat. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I don't even you don't even need to like if you don't if you think we're trying to sell you on his podcast, just follow him on Instagram and TikTok and the clips you see will make you mm-hmm. and yo you say some left field shit sometimes I don't know you were talking like, about the um, to. but I just I just went and followed Rob on Instagram and then afterwards my Instagram feed pulled up Method Man and he's lifting his dumbbells are nearly 10 times the size of the ones that I have in my house that really makes me feel <laughs> 120 pound dumbbells that he's doing chest presses with? I mean, I'd be disappointed if Method Man posted and it's what I'm doing. Facts. You know what? I should feel all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would be, that would make me sad if it's like, yo, why, why is Meth posting this? Is he all well, what right? What if he posted, what if he posted what I do on the Peloton, which is Peloton and use two three pound weights? What if he posted that <laughs> joint? I mean, it's literally practically like doing air. I don't want to see that. Method Man is in such a good light right now. As far as far as anybody in their fifties, like when Method Man come out, you'd be like, man, why why is why is Method Man coming out for this person? Why why are we just not at a Method Man show? You know? Exactly. He's he's having a great time. Mm-hmm. His his run is fucking awesome. Wait, I saw so I did your podcast, right? Your um it was called the Book you of did Yay. The Book of Yay. You did the Book of Yay. We, I did a live, it. it was a live one. We did a live one for the Brooklyn uh, Comedy Fest, Brooklyn Podcast yeah. Festival. 
we nerded out on on on, on Scythe on 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 one up tip. You know, we talked about sneaky big tits. We talked about Carhartt girl. Wow, from a different time. You know, that was that's from a different time. And that's and that's because you were a huge Kanye West fan. Huge Kanye West fan. Didn't know about your your Rockets connection. You know, just just really thought we was just going to talk to you just on a, on a general hip hop sense. And, and you asking him about the older Wapi, we didn't even know that like <laughs> you, you know, you had the whole connection of Rockets records and, and what that meant and kind of like uncovered that on the podcast. The reason how the reason Kanye hates Jews is because Syph was so mean to him. Don't ask me how Syph, but <laughs> not me. I don't, I don't, I don't see that connection. Well, no, <laughs> you mean Boy. because Syph's not, not Jewish. Yeah, I, I I wasn't gonna, you know, I don't know what Scythe worships, you know, but but at the same time, I I didn't think he was, you know, of the of the Jewish faith. <laughs> How hard is it to be a Kanye fan right now for you? Um, you know, I get a lot of texts. It you know, it, it does connect me with my That's people. Your boy. That's people, your boy. A lot of people do hit me. You know, I did find out how, <laughs> how everybody's doing the past couple of days. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, it's crazy because we ended the podcast when he started wilding in like 2018. Yeah. And we was really only coming back for the fans to be like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, kind of checking up on how we're doing and still like we're not rocking with it. Like for me, it sucked because I was treating it like the Colbert report. Like I was treating it like I'm playing a character. And and Kanye is George W. Bush, you know, like like he can do no wrong. And I'm playing this character that is just super obsessed. But the, I think the the problem was I didn't give the character a name. I didn't, you know, I didn't separate the character from myself so much that people were like, oh, I know exactly what he's doing. That's funny you say that because that's literally Colbert's problem mm-hmm. as well. He was playing a character and people used to take it for like face value. And he's like, I'm obviously yeah, joking. Yeah. I mean, but there was, I mean, there was love like, you know, for the, especially the first part of, of Kanye's career. And that, that's what makes it, uh, that's what makes it so, so difficult now. Well, now you couldn't even joke about still loving everything that he does. You could, it, it, he's, he has now ruined it. To where like you couldn't even play like you could do it you could survive through the Trump meeting like I could see you surviving that like making jokes about like oh yeah you know him going up and sitting on his lap and hugging Donald Trump it was pretty awful but you could maybe power through that with jokes no there was always there was always the argument of like no no, no I'm a fan right. of mm-hmm. his music mm-hmm. which is what I say I'm a fan of his music I love what he put on, you know, in out in the world musically, all this other shit, I let it slide, but it's getting difficult because I'm a huge R. Kelly fan, and I I play it in in secret. I play it in silence. I mean, like 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 headphones on on the speakers or like in your head. Yeah, does it come out of a thing, or are you just pretending you're listening to it? <laughs> like, could someone potentially walk by and hear it? Or no, 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 no. It's in my AirPods. Okay. <laughs> No, uh, this is the week, though. So I kept thinking Kanye had already crossed the line. Like, I'm like, oh, it's, it's oh, it's a kid. Uh, just, just, just a week and a half ago, I swear to God, when the Nick Fuentes thing happened, I was like, oh, this, he's gone too far. This is too far. What was that? What's Nick Fuentes? 
Nick Fuentes is the guy he's brought in to work on his campaign who's just an open white supremacist. Mm-hmm. Like, that's mm-hmm. his thing. Like, N-word using Jew-hating oh, white supremacist. Yeah, I heard his name. Yeah, I heard his name. Yeah. Him, wow. uh, Nick Fuentes, and, and Milo Ianopoulos or whatever, who's famous for being a right-wing fucking maniac. Yeah. So I was already like, he's gone too far. This is crazy. But then, I swear, it probably wasn't until the Hitler shit this week that I was like, like yesterday I wanted to hear the song Maybach Music too, because I fucking love T-Pain on that song. And honestly, I loved Kanye on that song. I, I love that song. And I, I hit play on it. And I, I was like, I am not listening to Kanye's verse. Like, I skipped his verse. I went, I went straight to Ross's verse. I was like, I'm, I'm good. I can't do it. You can't allow him to call himself Martin Louis the King Jr. Facts. If you now know, oh, the, he shouldn't be playing with MLK's name. Yeah, you don't even have the cachet to play with Martin Luther King in any way. You can't, you can't listen to him say, Black History, I don't need a month with some of the stuff that's going on. Like it just, some of those, like the lines that made me love him are the lines that are turning me off. Remember that one record when he jumps on, he's like, I love Hitler and I hate the fucking Jews. I, it doesn't hit the same way anymore. I don't, I don't remember that. It was a B side. Hey, it was a B side. I guess you missed who it. Who's going to stop me on watch the throne? That <laughs> we might never be, they might take that down. Wait, why? What's, what's that one about again? This is something like the Holocaust, millions of our people lost, and it's called Who Gonna Stop Me? <laughs> hey, somebody gonna stop me. Oh, damn, I, that's one of my favorite songs of all time, bro. And no, how about the same album, though? How about him singing about fucking Martin Luther King and Coretta and Betty Shabazz? I mean, well, Frank singing, but still, like, it's, it's man, you're right. A lot of those things that made him appealing are like, oh, you, you don't have that anymore. We can't do that anymore. It, it's it's weird, man. This one, I got to tell you, I found this week's ones to be like kind of upsetting. I was like, he's wearing a fucking mask. He's making Alex Jones look normal. Alex Jones threw him a fucking life preserver. Like, well, easy, buddy. Easy. You're going down a, a crazy lane there. I've never agreed with, with Alex Jones, but like the face Alex Jones is making, I'm, I was like, yo, I feel like I'm making that same face. Yeah. Like, am I on alpha brain? This is not the first time he's done it. You remember when he did it to Trump in the White House when he was acting all crazy and you saw Trump look up like, what the fuck is going on here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he when he had Jim Brown with him and he was saying like Trump was his dad. Yes. And he called him his dad. And Trump's like, yeah. And I was like, you know what? This is the first and only moment I've ever related to Trump. I'm like, oh, this is uncomfortable. I wouldn't want him doing this either. I don't listen. I'm not saying I know medical terms and the proper usage of any of this. I'm just saying like from from experience that I've had in my life, I feel like he might be schizophrenic, bro. Well, you saw the you saw the, the 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 net that he pulled out, right? Making some weird Netanyahu joke. Yeah, like a like a like a puppet or something, like a talking like a puppet, like where he he had like a fly swatter or something. It looked like a goldfish when you scoop a goldfish out to feed to clean the 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 goldfish um, bowl. Yo, do you realize do you realize the kind of psychopath that you have to be that you hear about Netanyahu, who by the way he probably hadn't heard of till like four days ago, right? But like. You find out, you hear this name Netanyahu, and what you end up doing is, I'm, like, I'm going to get a net. Oh, that's why he had the net? Yeah, that's why he said its name was Netan. But somebody said to me, 
somebody once real quick, somebody said to me, yo, you think he's schizophrenic or is he trolling? I go, he's a schizophrenic that's trolling. Oh, yeah. And by the way, I think the Hitler Nazi thing is an absolute troll. I mean, I'm not saying that makes it any better at all. We saw what Trump did to win. And he's like, oh, that's how you win. Let me triple down on that. He riled up the white people on some like racist shit. I could go all the way racist. Trump was capitalizing on the fact that he got the extreme racists, but he also got like the light racists. Kanye's going so crazy, you'd have to be a literal extremist lunatic. Trump got a lot of people who weren't extremist lunatics. The thing that hurts so much is that it's like, dog, you you was not just America's Kanye West. Like you, you was, you know, like you were a worldwide figure and you so focused on being the president of the United States that you just doing all this. You're doing all this goofy stuff. Like, it's like, you know, like y'all talking about him win, him running a strategy for being the president. And it's like, that's out. Like, whoever's the president still got to face the world. I would make the argument that if he really did want to be president and went about it the right way, he might have actually been able to do it. Seeing what we've seen, I've been thinking that too. I've been thinking like if he really starting back like pre-Taylor Swift, if the move was to be the president, he could have he could have got Hillary out of here. He could have got Bernie out of here. He could have like really put the plan together. I think it would be even even in another 10 years from now. I think uh uh a focused Kanye versus Trump, we might have had a we might have had a president Kanye. Yes. If you know no, you're saying nothing, you're saying scrap this entire thing. Starting with in in 2012, yeah. he starts building his personality in a way to be less crazy. Maybe even going for the for Congress or Senate. Yeah, there's a lot of people who are like celebrities in whatever world they were in. Like Herschel Walker is smarter than Kanye. What would you rather? You rather have President Kanye or my beautiful dark twisted fantasy? Like we don't get, <laughs> we don't get Watch the Throne. We don't get wait why because of know, the timing of it. Pablo, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just you take that energy and put it into politics. What would you rather have? It wouldn't work without my twisted, my dark twisted fantasy. He needed that to become so popular. So it would have to be post all that. And maybe he was thinking about it at the time, but we needed we needed Yeezys to come out to increase his popularity to get to like, I'm thinking 10 years down the line when he's 55 and go into like some philanthropic shit and some real politics, you know, like pick a, pick a, 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 a cause to really get behind that leads to politics. Like Hove, like Hove could be president. Okay, a, old, a older Hove, I could see, you know, making a run. That's what I'm saying. I think he made moves to be supportive of whoever he wants to, who's in that position. But there was a, there was probably a fork in the road where he was like, I wonder if I could, I wonder if I could do this. It's tough, man. It's tough. My mind does go to that place, though. 
my mind does go. That's that's where I'm at. I'm at. I'm in dreamland. Like, what if he never, you know, said any of this stuff, did any of this stuff? What what could he have done? Maybe he would have been so busy. We would be like, yo, album should be 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Remember he did all the 20 minute albums? Like, yo, yeah, because he's busy doing the work. He's in Congress. So Tiana Taylor can only get eight tracks. It makes sense. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right. It would have totally fit. So, all right. So, so here's the obvious question, but I don't think it's an obvious answer. Can he come back? Have we crossed a threshold of no coming back, Rob? Or you think that if he checks himself into a medical facility, goes away for six months, comes out, does an apology tour, explains that he got everything figured out, medicine, et cetera, could he still come back? I, I think it depends on, on what is back. Is he still, you know, putting out stuff and, and people able to play it and, and feel comfortable playing it around people or you go over to somebody's house and, and new Kanye music playing, is that back? Are you talking about like performing on award shows, performing, you know, like, like visible on the radio placement in movies and, and stuff like that. Is that back? Like, like what is, what is back? Cause I feel like in today's era, nobody goes away. Even given all the stuff he said now, if he said that 30 years ago, 20 years ago, he's out of here. We can't find him. But because we have social media, because we have the Internet, because even if he goes somewhere randomly, people mob him, he's never going to go away. It looks like. Right. He got mobbed at ComplexCon, right? Yeah. So what was what was that? Who's those people? Those are kids. Those are kids. Hype beast kids, too. I don't know what it's like in, in New York, but when I go out in L.A., I see a lot of people still wearing Yeezys. I, I think people are still wearing them. I wonder after this week if there'll be a change, but. I think you're opening yourself up to some kind of verbal abuse if you have on Yeezys. But I know people like Mo wears them. Mo's been saying on stage, I'm on, I'm on the road with Mo Ammer. He says on stage, he goes, damn, but they're so comfortable. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't not wear them. That's the way to approach it. If you're going to continue to wear them. Now, here's another thing I thought about this week that I hadn't thought about pre- previous. In all of the what about isms that I'm getting, like, which I don't want to spend a ton of time dwelling on because I'm trying to avoid thinking about my comments. But like, I don't know if you've seen, but the comments when I say anything about it on my page are like this cesspool of anti-Semitism, which, by the way, doesn't bother me as much as the what about ism. The anti-Semitism, I expect. Like, if you showing up and you're like, I saw you well with Lord Jamar, suck my dick, fuck you, you Jew. I, I get it. Like, that's that's who you are. I, I'm not even surprised. Yeah, they don't like Rosenberg Radio. They don't like Rosenberg TV, Rosenberg Newspaper. <laughs> exactly. They don't like none that of that. That I understand. But the thing that annoys the fuck out of me is <laughs> I post a video saying I'm upset and hurt by Kanye talking about Hitler. This is insane, blah, blah, blah. And people going, what about Jerry Jones? <laughs> I, I, I'm just like, and then even worse than that, where were you on all the other times when people were oppressed? I, I was there. I was fucking there The on every single one. And I'm asking for people to be there for, with us on one. You can't just say to everyone, you weren't there. Yes, some people were. 
Some people are actually allies and have been there and were asking for allyship back. And if you don't feel like giving it back, just ignore it. But to jump out and hit me with a what about? One of my favorite rappers of all time said he likes Hitler. That hits different than other things I've seen. You telling me San, homeboy Sandman said he likes Hitler? <laughs> yeah, it was a bad week for me. I'll say this. When people hit with the what about shit, guys, there has never been in modern history a celebrity, a huge mainstream celebrity openly saying the kind of shit that he's saying. I challenge you both. No matter how crazy the person was, the worst I could think of, Saif, was the Mel Gibson rant. But remember, even the Mel Gibson rant, which quieted him basically still to this day, the Mel Gibson rant, which was disgusting, was drunk, private phone call recorded. Right. A voice, voicemail. It was recorded it was an answering machine. on an answering machine. Right. And it still ended him. Kanye is making dedicated appearances. I can't remember anyone who's done this. Is there something to the fact that the Mel Gibson shit was how he really felt and it got unearthed where no one believes Kanye? That's a great point. God, you know what? You're like, you're, you're, yo, he's wiling for some reason. We're waiting for the point. All of us are waiting for the point of the, the rants. We don't believe That's you. Very we don't smart. believe you like Hitler. I hear what you're saying. We don't believe you. It's fucked up that you're saying it. But we don't it's believe it. It's fucked up that you're saying it, but we don't believe you. We've gotten people out of the paint for so much less. Terrence Trent Darby just said he was better than the Beatles. They got him out of here. Oh, I never knew that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was like, oh, I, I'm going to be better than Yellow <laughs> Submarine. And they were like, bye. I never knew that. <laughs> That's it. Sinead O'Connor tore up a picture of the Pope. She, she just <laughs> said, here. fight Done. the real out enemy. Uh, Millie Vanilli. Out of here. Like, What'd they do? So what? <laughs> Faked it. Done. Out of here. After Grammys. <laughs> you could go on and on. That's true. There are a lot of people who really disappeared for way less. Nothing's been done like this. I see. That's what's just so funny. Everyone's like, it's a double standard because, you know, for other people, okay, give me the others. I want to see the example. Like, that was one thing that I found to be super frustrating. That's not true. Ebro and I talk about this all the time. While I absolutely agree, there's a difference in how the media covers sometimes the mistakes of black celebrities versus the mistakes of white celebrities. Like, I think that's a real thing. At the same time, people acting like you can just say whatever you want willy-nilly about black people in 2022 is not true. It's just not true. Like, fuck around and find out. I dare you. Tell me what happened. Tell me the last, like what everyone was like, Kyrie Irving said, but, but blah, blah. But what? But if Tyler Hero had posted about a film like that, you think Tyler Hero would have skated? A white dude on the heat two years ago said Kike in a, on a Twitch has never sniffed the NBA again. Like, we have a history where you really could get away with talking about black people in a way that you can't with white people. That era is not now. You cannot say horrible racist shit about basically any group. The only groups that you can really shit on that seem to people get away with it, women somehow, I feel like it's still you could still get away with it. And as we've seen, there's been a battle back and forth about how much you could say about the trans community. And that, and that sort of unearthed the struggle 
of like, what are you allowed to say? What are you not allowed to say? But by the way, none of the famous things that um, like Chappelle got in trouble for approximates anything that we're talking about here at all. So it's like, I'm sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting deep off in the weeds in it, but it's just interesting to me that people think like, nah, you could say, no, you can't. And, and the fact is, you're right, Saif, we're still hanging on hope. My brother this week, I swear to God, my brother's still holding on to hope. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'm like, Nick, it's over, bro. It's over. It's over, man. I don't know. What What do I do with this stem player? That's really <laughs> Please, do you have it? Do you out. really have it? I do. I Let's do. see it. I, Let's see Rob Hayes' Kanye stem player. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. What do I do with this? Because it don't split Luther Vandross' vocals like I want it to, you know? <laughs> we got to get Serato. Yeah, we're going to take care of you. Is that it? You have it in your hand? Yeah, this this is it. Yeah, I, and I do feel this is this is not a conflict-free purchase. Like, this is post- It is. MAGA hat, you know, this is, this is, this is post- uh, uh, yeah, this is this is a this is a blood Kanye purchase. Do you know the comedian? Um, what's her name? The redhead chick. I think it's Morgan Murphy. Mm-hmm. I was doing shows in DC with Michelle Wolf, and me and Morgan were opening. And she goes, "Yo, I bought two Kanye stem players." And she goes, "You want one? I'll sell it to you." And I'm like, "Nah, I don't want that shit. Why would I want it? Like, not not nothing bad against him. I was just like, what's the point of it?" And then, you know, we was doing a whole weekend. So I went back to my room and the next day I was like, I probably should buy that from her. It's going to be like, if I'm so hip hop, like I say I am, I need the Kanye West stem player. And I came the next day with the 200 and something. And I gave it to her and she sold it to me. I've never even taken it out of the box. I still have it. I don't even know what it does. But I was just, as the collector in me was like, oh, I got to have it. What a, I heard you could, he can take stuff off and put stuff on there. It does what the Serato does. I thought he could change what's on there. And then you could, you could, no, no, no. You plug it in and you decide what, what you download, what you put on it. Oh, I thought, I thought there was people were saying where like, if he decides to change an album, oh, I guess that's on streaming. That's on streaming. But I brought it to a party and then somebody was like, all right, hook it up to the speaker, but there's no screen. And so I was just like, this does nothing. I don't know how to, I don't know how to do that. You just have you just have a a packaging that looks like. By the way, that the the thing it looks like is so Kanye style. Like it. it oh yeah, it's the style that I hate about the the Yeezy slides. It looks like a Yeezy slide smushed into a a, a, a stress ball. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a stress ball from a Yeezy slide. That that's the craziest thing about how much people love Kanye. When you started seeing people wear those huge ass clunky Adidas slides, uh, the Yeezys, I was like, "Oh, y'all are just follow anything." He just decided this is wearable. Like this is not well, a wearable wear right item. now is disgusting. You didn't like the Wave Runners? The Wave Runners look insane to me. Insane. You have a pair, don't you, Rob? I mean the foam runners. The, yeah, you have those, Rob? I do. I do. I got like a whole, and it's like, I don't want to be like, what do I do with this stuff? Sit on it for now. Nah, you're wild. Yo, Rob, you're wilding, bro. You're at, you're at, oh, hold on. I'm about to share this right now with the group. Just sit on it for now. What, yeah, do you mean don't, don't make any harsh moves? Well, yeah. Well, the, well, the, the thing is like, I don't want to be one of those people like they uncover it and it's like, that's my scandal. 
It's like, yo, this guy's got late registration shirts, college dropout shirts. You don't have Nazi propaganda. You're okay, bro. <laughs> yo, these right here are absolutely repugnant. Yeah, they're disgusting. That, come on, bro. Oh, man. Those are the ones those are, I have. Those what you color got? And everything. Yeah. I, in the airport all the time. My feet stretch on the plane. I can't. I can't wear J's on the plane. <laughs> Why not? You wore them for years. You, you wore J's on the plane for years. I did. I did. We were fine. You were fine. You needed this. People like look that- at me sometimes. Yo, you wearing jeans on the flight? Yes, I'm living my everyday life. Jean shaming is wild because because getting jeans to be acceptable everywhere was a fight. I know, and now it's. And now it's too much. Yo, it's so funny. My standard for I'm leaving the house is putting on jeans. That's my standard. Like right now I'm talking to you guys. I'm wearing sweatpants. I'm home. I'm wearing comfy, comfy, comfy. This morning I went out. I wore jeans. I I was leaving the house to go watch the soccer game at a bar. I'm going to be a polite gentleman in society and put on an acceptable pair of pants. I don't know why these girls, I really blame women for this. Women on flights dress like fucking maniacs. They're wearing slippers, some of them. robes. Some of of them. Thank you, Saif. I appreciate you saving me. Them, them ladies that come through with the yoga pants and the workout sneakers, yo, continue on. March on, ladies. March on. Who invented yoga pants? Oh, you, you like that people are wearing the yoga pants, you're saying? Oh, the yoga pants. Even if you, got a, even if you ain't got nothing back there, it, it shapes it. it. It's not leggings. Leggings is different. Leggings is loose. I'm talking about yoga pants with the extra support in the back gives you a little push up. <laughs> well, but mm. I, I didn't know the I didn't really know the difference between leggings and yoga pants. I've probably been misidentifying all kind of leggings and yoga <laughs> pants. <laughs> Me too. But yeah, the girls that come with the plaid pajamas and the slippers, like yo, you you had to wear pajama pants. It's a three hour flight. You're you're not sleeping. You're not going to bed for the night. Oh, by the way, hold on. Oh, we're flying to Australia. It's a 17-hour flight. You know what? It's taking off at 11.30 at night. Yo, wear your PJs. Go to bed. I I feel you. It's a 2 o'clock flight to Las Vegas that's going to take five hours. You can keep your pants on. You'll survive it. What is so uncomfortable about the flight? I don't know. People act like like you going through something. You're not flying the plane. Yo, son. You just watching a couple movies. <laughs> Bro. Like you just sitting you just sitting in the chair. Oh, I can't I can't do that. That's six hours. Yo, I've spent six hours on the couch watching TV. And when I when the show was done, I was still in the same spot. Um, Rob, thank you, bro. We'd love to uh we'll see you in person. We look forward to it. And everyone go check out Rob's show. AMC you need AMC plus. Or the good old-fashioned cable, you're saying? Yeah, if you got a fat, girthy remote, then you could watch it. Or if you um, got AMC+, Plus, um, also, RIP to my dad. Uh, I, he hated Duke with a passion, and he used to love oh, his Duke wow. Sucks song. So I, I definitely had oh, to say that. But yeah, in in in... In true, uh, in true one that fashion, you know, this, this episode... To be continued, you know. I, have y'all finished an interview? Nope. I swear, it's a lot of part twos I'm waiting on. It's a lot of part twos that I'm waiting on. I'm still trying to find out how, like, uh, 
Kevin Lyles, like, you know what I'm saying? We, <laughs> y'all Kevin just Lyles got to the Millie Vanilli song. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting on a lot of part twos, man. <laughs> yo, you're, yo, you might be, Zyfe, I swear to God, I think Rob may be the most ultimate one-ep head we've ever interviewed. How bad is Billy jerking off? <laughs> He's like, oh, God, I, to- I told you guys he loves a show. I fucking told you. I fucking told you. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right. Yo, Rob, man, thank you so much, bro. Thanks for having me, man. This this has been a dream come true. Appreciate y'all. For more bonus content with Rob Hayes, go to patreon.com slash one is life.